Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, there's oh. still. Oh, there's a bandaid on it still. <laughs> holy shit! Is that from? <laughs> holy shit! You have so many bruises. Is that from when you fell on yeah. our scooter adventure? Oh, it is. Yes, yes. So I went to the dermatologist this week, and she had to mark it down as trauma. Because <laughs> they have to look at your whole body and mark all the things on your uh, body. And uh -huh. it's like, don't be alarmed. Uh, I tried to relive my youth and get on a scooter. I bought handles for it the very next day. <laughs> so these scooters that we did from our bucket list last week, they were, what, a dollar? You got them at a yeah. garage sale for a dollar. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, it, pretty good for a dollar yeah. scooters. It, it took us 15 minutes, what would have taken us probably a half hour, 45 minute walk. Mm -hmm. Like only 15 minutes on a scooter. Super quick. I was, oh my gosh, I was definitely not, I was hungover, <laughs> but I didn't know I was hungover <laughs> thanks to the detox pills. But I could just feel every ounce of alcohol sweating through my pores. <laughs> I, I was suffering through that ride. Oh, my gosh. that was. And then crazy. when you fell, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it was a quick fall. I got right back up, and we just went. We were really close to here. But it, it was the soreness that night. Oh because God. when you're of a certain age, um, <laughs> <laughs> things, oh, yeah, I got a little scratch here. Aww. Yeah. So things just don't heal as quickly. But I ran the next morning. I did my three miles, and I was fine. So there you go. Okay. So this morning, you know I've got the three dogs who a leaf will blow down the street, and they'll just start barking like crazy, right? Yeah. So I've been on a shopping spree on Amazon Prime, and so I'm expecting a few things today anyway, so they just start going crazy. They run to the front door, I'm thinking, oh, maybe Amazon's here, whatever. Yeah. And then nobody knocks at the door, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, nobody knocks at the door, I'm like, what the heck? So I look out, and there's this red SUV driving away. Okay. Now, we do have furniture. We just ordered a new bedroom set. Yeah, which looks so cute, by so, the way. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> they didn't deliver one of the two night stands. Anyway, so we moved our furniture into the guest room and the guest room furniture outside. So I'm thinking maybe they're looking at the furniture that we have on the side of the road. Okay, yeah, makes sense. So I have these security cameras and I pulled up the footage to see what happened. So I'm just going to walk you through. There's my nasty old mattress that Kevin had like back in high school that was in the guest bedroom. Oh my gosh, the semen that oh, was in there. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at this camera. A uh, man, a little, little old, old lady, man holding a Bible. Oh, it's a Bible. There's it's a whole witnesses or something. So they walk up, and this is about the point where they notice the dog's going crazy. Oh, okay. They stop. They look at the dogs. He's got his Bible in hand. He's in a suit. He listens. He looks. He turns around. Nope. They're nope. walking back to a the whole car. Bunch of nope. Oh, your dogs are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> little old lady in her church hat. Man in his Sunday vest trying to bring me the word of Jesus. My dogs. Red flag. Cock flag that shit. Good job. But red flags. She is so that you put your guard down. Uh -huh. And then he does the attacking. That could. You can hear them going crazy too. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it could not have been. Maybe it was a fake Bible. Maybe he wasn't trying to bring me the word of there God. There was a knife in this. Maybe he was trying to put me in a bunker. He was trying to put you in a bunker. My dog <laughs> saved my life. You have some crazy things out where you live. Because you don't live like in the boondocks, but you do live out there. So, remember you had that crazy neighbor that oh my God, was, how could I he that? was the stalker of someone else. Oh but my then God, he started yes. kind of stalking you. Yes. Yeah, that was so weird. And I your had dog a few crazy neighbors. Yeah, so you had some crazy shit. You guys had stuff stolen right out of your garage. That's why you had the camera. Yeah, the security. Yeah. So I mean Crazy shit happens out where you live. No matter what their intent was, I feel like they definitely saved me. Yes. 
Your puppies are good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is Element and Chill. And uh, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and you can follow us on Twitter, uh, WordPress, and Google+. All right, today is just a quickie. Ooh, we're doing a quickie. We're just doing a quickie. Okay. You do that whole girl you up. And I was like, I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. So I don't know what format we want to do today. Do we want to just do one movie or if we want to just talk about Lifetime? Um, I've got a really good movie that we can talk about. I say let's talk about your movie. Did you finish your Sleeping in Suburbia? Yeah, but uh, we don't have time to probably do both. So let's just do your movie and then today's a quickie. Okay, quickie time. Yeah, and if I could do a quick recap of mine at the end. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So I watched this one. I was going to do this one last time, but then I watched Nightclub Secrets, and I had to do that one right away. So it's yeah. been like a week since I've seen this one. Okay. But, okay. So it's called Killer Ending, mm-hmm. and our main character Hold is, on. Prediction. Yes. Someone dies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> or it's about a book. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Right. Our girl is an author. Ooh. Agatha. Did, oh, hold on. Does she live? literature <laughs> she loves her some literature and she does those uh true crime novels that people read as a guilty pleasure when they're not reading you know a really good piece of literature literature <laughs> literature so agatha our main literature writer is sitting in her lifetime mansion and this is just the typical lifetime mansion with the garages and the landscaping all of it photographer <laughs> and a candle maker on the side when she's not but she's like a legit author so most of the time our lifetime people who are authors, you know, it's like a hobby. She's actually, she does book signings. She's got a fan base. She's like, you know, Stephen King level. She's like an actual author, like best-selling author. All right, cool. Very famous. So we get into a scene, right into the action, but we've got her voice narrating the words of a story. So you're not sure if this is a scene from the novel that she's writing that's just being portrayed for you because she's typing on the keyboard and you can hear her voice speaking the scene of what she's typing. Okay. Okay. So, um, in the scene of the book, we go right into it, and we see a young girl getting abducted, bound, and blindfolded in a really shitty warehouse. Ooh. So is this part of the book or real life? You don't know yet. Oh, okay. And I'm not going to tell you. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> real lifetime life. Real lifetime life. Or real life. It's like meta <laughs> but better because <laughs> it's lifetime it's a lifetime and that's our life so then we get the flash that says three weeks earlier Ooh. okay so Agatha our main character is dropping off her daughter at college for the first day of college uh, you know the trees the birds it's a beautiful fall day and then they uh, walk up and they see her ex-boyfriend's so the daughter's ex-boyfriend? Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Okay, we also noticed that the daughter is the same girl that was kidnapped in the warehouse. Oh, shit. So, yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, they, her and her mom, bonding moment, blah, 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 and they see the daughter's ex with all of his friends sitting there growing out, and mom says, you stay away from him while you're here. He's nothing but trouble. Okay, so now they're at the same college. Yes. All right. So... Douchey ex-boyfriend and daughter who gets kidnapped in three weeks from a <laughs> shitty warehouse. Of course, mom says, stay away from him. What do you think she's going to do? Oh, she's going to go run to him. The even if she doesn't Juliet. want to. Yeah, like, mom told me no, so I must do it. I now. have to. I didn't even want to hang out with him, but mom said I can't, so now I have to do it. It's going to happen. It's just the law of the land. <laughs> it really is. 
So, okay. Oh, and she does it right away. Like, right here. Right <laughs> her mom, like, turns her back and she, like, runs I'm not him. even kidding. Okay. So, okay. So, mom says, stay away from him. He's bad news. He's nothing but trouble, right? Nothing but trouble. A very handsome looking, uh, maybe man in his 40s. You know, uh, a professor walks by and accidentally bumps into mom, distracting her from the daughter, who immediately runs over to her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And wow, it's a meet cute. So he says, oh, I recognize you. You're Agatha blah, blah, blah. Cause she's actually the kidnapper. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it now. That wasn't quickie. <laughs> well, okay, well, it's been nice. Chill in. Cheers. <laughs> You know how many cackles I've edited out of our last podcast? Episode 22, I literally cut out the minute, the like, we had five minute laughing fits. You can tell when we've hit the level of drinking and we're just, we weren't fucked up. We actually weren't. No, and we weren't fucked up really. I think we were just having a good time. (laughs) We just really were finding ourselves really funny that day. Yeah. Okay, so a uh, hot professor bumps into mom. He's a fan of hers. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I recognize you. You're Agatha blah, blah, blah. Agatha Christie, sure. You're Agatha Christie, the author. I love you. I met you at a book signing. Don't you remember? She's, oh, yeah, sure. I remember you, one of my millions of fans. Yeah, you were the guy with that tie. <laughs> oh, uh, is your daughter going to school here? She's like, oh, yeah, my daughter's right there. And then she gets this bitchy look because she sees her daughter with the boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And she says her daughter's name. And he says, oh, I'm a professor here. Uh, I saw her on my roster in blah 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 class. So he reckon Oh, so he's already stalking them. So, yes. <laughs> so oh yeah, your daughter's gonna be in my blah 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 class. Okay. Yeah. So uh, definitely the kidnapper. Agatha <laughs> gets home just in time for her new live-in assistant to show up, excited to get back on her feet. Okay. Shady past. Shady past. She's connected to the professor. <laughs> <laughs> everything that was yes. going to happen in them. I love and it. And you don't even need the red scarf. You don't even need the red scarf. I'm so excited. This is like, we haven't had one of these in a while. Yes. Okay. So the live-in assistant, she's getting back on her feet. She's got some sort of a shady past and her friend is helping her out by giving her this job. That is a weird job though. A she's going to help assistant. her. Yeah. She's going to help her finish her novel. She's going to, you know, proofread. She's going to uh, help give ideas. She's okay. going to set up her home office and make her, she's going to like cook for, she's going to just do she it. She found her on Craigslist. Little area. <laughs> she's going to go get coffee, get the, she's okay. going to do like little and things. mom's going through Etsy now. She probably wanted someone in the home. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So then we flash, we're flashing all over the place. Now we're okay. flashing to three weeks later. So we're back to where the daughter is kidnapped. Um, the assistant has just finished setting up this beautiful home office for um, Agatha to write in. She's talking about her life in the women's shelter. She shares her past about how her dad killed her mom after he got her pregnant at 13. Yeah, her dad got her, his daughter, pregnant when she was 13 and then killed her mom. Damn, so this is the daughter that was pregnant at 13? The live-in assistant that she's helping out because she's trying to get back on her feet is is getting back on her feet because she she was... in a women's shelter. <laughs> yeah, because her dad got her pregnant when, yeah. like, incest. Her freaking dad got her pregnant. Gross. Ew. And then he killed her mother. Yeah, well, he wanted the daughter. Now, that could be, like, a whole spin-off movie of its own. It could. I just, 
uh, read an article a couple months ago about this dad who worked with the Fugees, like a real guy, and he abused his wife, raped like two or three of his daughters Ew. up until adulthood. Had, they had children of his, and he made everyone give birth in the home. Ew! Yeah, it, it's fucking crazy. It was like in a real magazine. I like read a it. Real <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it wasn't just like a Google like pop up. Oh, okay. like weird. Not like clickbait. Yeah, not clickbait. Like it was like I was reading. Cosmo or something. It was something like that. A real magazine. A real <laughs> magazine. That's actually the literature right there. Well, that is my type of literature. <laughs> I'm like, give me magazine articles all day long. Oh, but yeah. And it was crazy. It was crazy. I couldn't believe I was reading it. I'm going to have yeah. to look that up. So I think if they make a movie off that, we have to go see it. Yes. Write it? We can. <laughs> but it's too real. I want fake. Um, we can take lots of liberties. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, then, in the middle of her spilling her guts, Agatha's, at first I thought it was her ex-husband, because she went through a really bad divorce. Okay. It doesn't really tell you who, who this person is, but this man comes in, he's dressed up all in a business suit and everything, and they're arguing over the money that he owes her. Oh. So we're thinking, you know, we know that you just went through this shitty divorce, and he owes you money, but it's actually her accountant. Oh, so, okay. So then he starts hitting on the assistant right after she got done talking about her dad knocking her up at 13. <laughs>
creeping. Might be creeping. You know, hey, and if you got raped at 13 by your father and had a kid, you would have a creeper boyfriend. Like, how can you have a normal boyfriend? How can you go through life without having at least one creeper boyfriend? Yeah, at least one. Well, hmm. I don't think I had a creeper boyfriend. Not like a serious boyfriend, but just something. A creepy guy. guy. was the creeper. (laughs) (laughs) If I didn't have a creeper, (laughs) did I? I think so. I did did creep on a couple guys, I guess. Yeah, I guess I was a creeper. (laughs) Things we learn about ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) If you didn't have a creeper boyfriend, then you're the creeper. That's what I learned. (laughs) Okay, so um, the assistant finds the daughter's ex-boyfriend stripped down to his boxers hanging from his wrist oh shit in the closet dead <laughs> Dang. oh wait maybe he's not dead hold on but so she cuts yeah shit so she cuts him down oh okay so no he's not dead sorry so he's stripped down to his boxers he's got like the duct tape all over his mouth his yeah. hands are tied he's hanging in the closet she cuts him down they have a very familiar exchange like casual even you can tell they have history the assistant and, and the, the boyfriend. boyfriend. Yes. Okay. So they have some sort of history. They don't get into it. They just let you know by the way that they're speaking to each other. Nice. Yes. All right. Lifetime. So Agatha now. That's her kid. Agatha <laughs> what? That's, that's the assistant's kid. The boyfriend. Oh. Oh. <laughs> just oh. Think, the incestuous kid. Yes. Oh, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I they didn't look at each other sexy. They just looked Wait, at each other like maybe, they knew each other. Okay. I'm not, okay, I don't remember. Maybe he is. I don't know. Okay. I'm just, just going to keep yes. making predictions. Yes, okay. I'm excited. So you would think that he had, like, three arms or something. Yeah. Well, no. My mama and my daddy. <laughs> my daddy's also my granddaddy. Maybe he can live in Georgia. I think, oh, maybe he does. Maybe that's how they have a really nice house. So, uh, now we flash to our main girl, Agatha, who's talking to detectives. Um, detective popcorn. <laughs> I, you know, I think that these guys are a bit more professional than the detective popcorn and the hot dog squad. Okay, good. But I could be wrong. Um, let's see. So I think she shows up to her daughter's apartment. Let's see. Oh, okay. So she's telling them that the crime scene mimics her unpublished book that only a few people have access to. Her daughter and her assistant and her accountant, that dick guy who came and argued with her and hit on the assistant chick. Yes, and he's just supposed to be a deflection to who's really behind the crime. Probably. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently how she has it is she's got this program on her computer that she types into, and she's got encrypted drives or whatever. All right. So um, one of the things is when the assistant came in to help her, she explained, you know, um, you can see what I'm typing in real time. I'm going to give – she put, like, a little – thing into the USB port and she typed some keys on the keyboard and she said this encrypted drive if you put it in your computer allows you real time access to my this one file on my so computer. It's like Google Docs encrypted. Yes. So nobody can get on her computer but her and her daughter has an encrypted drive. Her accountant manager has an encrypted drive and now this assistant does too. And the professor. <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> Patrick. Patrick. Okay, uh, so our creepy professor is spying and taking photos now, still, with all the lenses, of the douchey accountant looking at porn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mommy, daddy, Yeah, porn. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah. So um, the assistant shows up out of nowhere and shoots an arrow, like a what? bow and arrow, Robin Hood style, into his neck. To whose neck? 
the accountant. But while he's looking at porn, she's like, "What, dude? Yeah, damn." He's sitting there just trying to watch his porn at his house, and he gets creeped on by a creepy professor, and then shot with a bow and arrow. By crazy bitch. Wow. That is an odd circle to be part of. <laughs> so then she pulls up Agatha's will on his PC because he's her oh. accountant, so he has access to her will. Okay. So now Agatha goes to her daughter's college, and she finds out, she's asking around, she's asking about um, the classes, and she says, oh, well, what about this class? And she mentions the class that the creepy professor said that he taught. And they're like, what? That class doesn't even exist here. Which, yeah. okay. By the way, creepy professor guy, if you're going to make up a lie and say, oh, yeah, I teach blah, 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 why wouldn't you pick something like a good lie? Like, I teach literature. I teach <laughs> yes. biology. I like teach. A, there's numerous classes of this. Like, yeah. not everyone would be in the same class. It's not a specialty class. He said that he taught some random ass, like, how to cook ramen class. <laughs> Which, by the way, I finally got my ramen fix after our conversation. Did you? Good. It, it was sad, though, because I, I had ramen and scallops, and it was not a very good mixture of taste. I'm so Sorry. And I've got 47 more packets of ramen in my pantry because (laughs) because, um, my friend and I were wasted at Sam's Club yesterday. (laughs) Okay. So, sidebar. So, we went to brunch, right? And you know, so not a good I was snapping you videos yeah. of us in the parking lot. We were like straight up partying. Okay, so we go to brunch yesterday. That's awesome. We get a picture of mimosas, but she used to work there and she knows the waitress and she's like, Oh, can you just make a picture of straight up champagne? And so nice. the picture is just two bottles of champagne and we got a little tiny bit of orange juice. Score. And I try and keep up with her drinking, I really do. And that was mistake number one yesterday. So or the not mistake. Yes. Did you take your Japanese raisin? No, I need to order those still. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we were about to go to the beach. The plan was that we were going to get brunch, go to the beach, and then go to Sam's Club, get some shopping done, and then go to the local meat market and get something yeah. for us to cook later and then be done. Okay, so two hours later and four bottles of champagne <laughs> later. Holy two shit. Pictures. So, of course, she says, let's get another Thing of mimosas. And by mimosas, I literally mean that there's nothing in the picture but champagne. That's crazy. And a side cup of orange juice. That's crazy. So That's uh, awesome. Crazy awesome. So four bottles of champagne later, we realized that it's already past noon. And so we're, we're just going to keep the party going. So yeah. our plan is to go to Sam's Club, go shopping, go to the meat market, get the shit we need, and then go to the beach. Okay. Beach never happens. No. <laughs> we drove to Sam's Club, and we've got some roadies. And we've got other things that we're doing going on. Having a good old time. Yeah, you we are. We get our Sam's Club. And uh, we park <laughs> far out. And we're sitting there. For some reason, we start watching these YouTube videos. Something called a wonky donkey. That shit was <laughs> this, hilarious. This fucking donkey. It's, a, it's like a song for children that she plays for her kid. It's about adjectives or whatever. So it's a wonky donkey. I don't know what that's... Did you watch it? I did. And I don't know how that is for children. I. He loses his leg. He loses his front legs. It was crazy. <laughs> then he starts playing country music. <laughs> yes. And then we watched the duck song, the duck oh, and the lemonade. Have oh you seen God. that one? No, I don't think I want to. Okay, we watched so many random <laughs> That's ass. awesome, though. And so we're just sitting there just slamming beers in the parking lot. <laughs> and then we just go in, and she's, she's got her styrofoam cup of... Anyways, so we ended up each with 
each of us ended up walking out the door with a 48 pack of ramen. That is crazy. <laughs> you know what, though? That's actually not a bad purchase being as fucked. You guys had to be trapped. Oh, my God, yes. You had to be beyond trash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then we went to the meat market, and she knows the wine tasting guy, and so we just tasted all the wine. Oh, my. <laughs> How did you not puke everything up? Um, gosh, Iron I clad stomach. <laughs> Um, you know what? High five to your stomach. Oh, your forehand. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> it doesn't really, it doesn't hurt. All right. At all. Yeah, like it just hurt the first night. Actually, you know what? The hand that's not cut hurt first the most. It, not anymore, just the night of. But I don't know. I think I just slid this hand, the one that's cut, yeah. and then I put all the pressure yeah. on the other hand. Probably. I mean, it was like a quick fall and back up. Battle wounds. Battle wounds. Mm. Love is a battlefield, <laughs> yeah. as we are learning yeah. in this episode of Lifetime. <laughs> nice All right, so watching some porn, um, Robin Hood arrow <laughs> through the neck, bam, dead. Her will's pulled up on the computer. Shit is starting to go down. <laughs> it is about to go down. All the way downtown. <laughs> All right, so uh, we learned that our creepy professor is not actually a professor, but I still call him that because, again, I didn't catch his name. Yeah, who cares? So, and he's the professor, creepy professor. Yes. Okay. Um, so, okay, so he's sitting there taking pictures. He's everywhere. He's in every scene. He teleports. Wow. Because he's he's videotaping or he's photographing um the accountant getting murdered and looking at porn. And then, like, a few minutes later, he's on campus, a, a good drive away, photographing Agatha, who's learning that he's not a real profess- professor. So now he knows that she, she knows, knows that he knows that she <laughs> knows that he's not a professor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is just like Patrick Stock. Yes. Yeah, he teleported, too, in his yes. episode. Yes, I, <laughs> I think all photographers in Lifetime have teleportation devices, and that's how they make their money for all their lenses. Agreed. And they just sell them to each other, though, so I don't really know how any of them make money. Candle making on the side. I you know, always forget about the candle making. <laughs> all right, so uh, the, de- the detectives are talking about the missing girl um, and how crime novel mom Agatha's abusive ex died in a falling down the stairs accident. Oh. So remember she was going through a really bad divorce yeah. and all that? So now we've got her daughter's kidnapped. We've got her accountant just got murdered with, with a fucking bow oh, and arrow. Bow and arrow gets added to our clue game. Oh, yeah. You know, we're going to have to rewrite it. I know we've written down somewhere, but we have to add a few of these. Yes. Uh, what did we say? Like the bottle? The liquor bottle. We had um, something else random recently. We did. I'll have to re-listen. But yeah. you've, been, you've been good about announcing them while we're going so yeah we should get it like a, we should make playing cards okay yes <laughs> her ex-husband falls down the stairs in an accident now he's dead too uh so we also learn now in this scene that the male detective used to hook up with agatha oh. um with her and they have a history okay she needed some real dirt and she probably used to go to him and then the passion went one night with too many glasses of vino uh, uh, uh. and then they were like bam bam evidence bam bam <laughs> is there such a thing as too many glasses of vino no or champagne as you learned <laughs> yes. yesterday <laughs> oh god okay so i had a six o'clock p.m hangover it was the worst oh but you know it's actually kind of better to get them done with at night than it is to like overnight and into yes. the next morning. Yeah. Like if you're just gonna get that two hour hangover. I took a solid nap, woke up, it was not fun. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hey, it was you a good day. Raymond? I did. With scallops. It was not I think I I drunkenly just like poured an entire bottle of lemon juice and it was just 
the worst combination. Yeah. Life is fine. <laughs> Life is fine today. You it's, look like you're not hungover. This is the summer of you because you are making it happen, girl. You're looking good. <laughs> you're having fun. That's right. I've got my drinking plan. <laughs> All right. Um, blah, blah, blah. So Agatha realizes that since the person is recreating her novel that's not been released, that somebody is able to view her manuscript in real time. And so she decides that she's going to communicate with whoever it is by typing in oh, her manuscript. Oh, okay. Good so call. she sits down and she goes to type more um, of her novel to communicate. And then we see a young guy in a hoodie. We can't see his face, so Ooh. we don't know who he is. But he's watching her type on his computer screen because he's accessing her computer in real time. Okay. Um, and he he has the daughter. So she's typing, the girl is cold and hungry, so he gives her socks and food. Oh, so now he's yeah. trying to pretend he's an author. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's watching her typing because he can see her type. Pull up on, he pulled up her, her thing. document. But, and, like, she... Uh, but he's typing back at this no. point, right? Oh, no, no. this is her. He, yeah. Okay. So she's trying to make sure that her daughter's taken care of. So okay. in the story, the girl who gets kidnapped. Uh, oh, I which, by the way, the kidnapping scene. Okay, so remember how it had her voiceover, but then we saw the actual kidnapping? Yes. So that scene was actually recreated Okay. from her novel. The yeah, she had the upside-down heart with the arrow through yeah. it. She said, okay, that's how she recognized it. Okay, the scene. so um, in her novel, she's saying that the girl in her novel got – who got kidnapped was hungry and cold, and so her abductor gave her socks and food to make okay. this guy give her daughter socks and food. Yeah, lame. Yeah. But I get it. No, it's smart. Okay, love it. Lifetime. So um, he gets pissed off. Like, he gives her food and socks, and then, like, he gets pissed off. So it's like, then the bitch dies. He types back. <laughs> so he sends her, Agatha, mom, a live video of her mowing down on ramen noodles while he calls her a pig. Okay. So she's sitting there typing, and suddenly a video pops up, and she can see her daughter, like, all tied up and everything, just mowing down on ramen noodles, and he's calling her, like, a fat pig and yeah. taunting her. Well, she is a fat pig eating those ramen that way. <laughs> hey! <laughs> she's, I don't worry, not that you. Comment. <laughs> not you. The chick that's tied up. <laughs> At least she didn't have scallops. Yeah. <laughs> but that made it classy, though. Yes. Yeah. You were classy. She's a fat pig. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I can get with that. <laughs> All right, so then we flash to our obsessed fake professor, I now call him. I love it. Um, and he's got just, like, a wall of photos that he's taken of Agatha. Because, remember, he's obsessed with her. She's the famous author that he met, and she didn't recognize him from the meet and greet. Mm. How dare she? They had a connection. She didn't feel it. I don't, can't believe it. Maybe it was that small. She didn't feel it. Oh, <laughs> that kind of connection. I wonder if that's what the attorney was watching. That kind of porn. Ooh, that porn, yeah. <laughs> and it all comes back full circle. <laughs> So Agatha gets a call back from her daughter's college. They sent her daughter's um, course schedule, and somehow the head chair lady remembers the last name of the fake professor oh. and linked it to a kid who went there years ago. Okay. Like his dumbass gave his real name. All right. And he used to be a student at the college. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> so she shares that this guy who used to go there and says he was the professor, he used to be a real bookworm. He loved true crime. So that's how he got obsessed with her. Uh -huh. And she's going to search him and email results. Like, okay, by the way, this is the head chair of a college in a fancy rich area. And she's just putting herself right to work for this Agatha lady. But Agatha's going to donate a large sum to the college. So she's really investing there into her school. Yes. <laughs> there you go. 
All right, so Agatha hangs up, and she sees her assistant in her dead ex-husband's jacket. Oh. Because the ex-husband just recently fell down the stairs in an, yeah. I'm putting air quotes, accident, <laughs> and so... And stairs. We know stairs oh, is the stairs. number one killer in Lifetime movies. So she notices that her assistant walks in wearing her ex dead ex-husband's jacket, and she says, I thought I asked you to drop off all his shit to Goodwill last week. And then the assistant said, oh, I did, but this is just so warm. Oh, weird. Like, she's wanting to keep the jacket. Yeah. And uh, so Agatha's finally starting to get a hint of, ooh, this bitch might still be kind of fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, you think the one that got raped at 13? By her father. <laughs> yeah. And might be a little crazy. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Fresh start my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the cops show up to Agatha's walk upon... The assistant shooting, wait, cops show up to Agatha's, I don't know what I wrote here, walk upon, (laughs) oh, they walk upon, okay, so they show up, I should have put a period, they show up to Agatha's, (laughs) I love that you're taking your own notes for our podcast of lifetime, okay, okay. you are so grammatically correct, cops show up to Agatha's, next thought, They walk upon the assistant uh, shooting arrows, and she's doing archery practice in the backyard. Oh, my gosh. Okay, can they please piece it together that she killed the attorney right away? Oh, and then she's shooting at a bird, like a living life bird. Aw, poor bird. I couldn't even kill a spider this morning. Oh, God. Is it, it still was, in the house? It was a daddy long legs. Okay. Yeah, no, I put it outside. Okay. I love those. They kill the little gnats. They actually eat big spiders, too. Mm. Do they? Yeah. I love me some daddy long yeah. legs and like a stick. No, they're, they're cool. They're okay. Yeah. <laughs> they can be friends. All right. Uh, so she's still wearing the dead ex-husband's jacket. She starts flirting and talking shit about how she knows that, oh, I know you used to fuck Agatha. Because yeah. remember her in Detective Yeah. Pop? Yeah. Is so. he like Detective Holes? <laughs> oh, my God. Hot for holes. He's, he's actually pretty hot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, another good casting pick. Good. Agatha sees somebody is starting to type back to her now on her digital manuscript. All right. So he's, the captor is finally taking back the story because he's on to her. He sees that she's trying to make um, the daughter slash the girl in the story, you know, whatever, get rescued or get food and clothes. And so he's like, fuck this. No. So what did he think was going to happen? She's going to write out her own daughter dead? (laughs) Come on, dude. (laughs) Okay. So um, she sees that there's live typing going on right now. So in what is being typed, the character has been taken to an abandoned warehouse, and that's giving her a clue as to where she can find her daughter. Okay. Then the kidnapper tries to get the daughter to fall in love with him and unties her. Oh. And then makes her slow dance with him. Like, he's delusionally trying to have yeah. this relationship. relationship. Mm-hmm. So he unties her, and he's, oh, let's dance. He puts on some nice music. If only he gave her some vino. Yes, and they could fall in love. All of this. You gotta kiss the girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And riding the dolphin through the waves. Okay, so as all this is going on, the assistant is watching the footage live. So there's, oh, okay. There's cameras so in the warehouse. So the assistant's house. creeping on the creeper, creeping yes. on the author. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So um, the daughter grabs a pipe and tries to knock him out, misses, Ooh. and runs, and she sees a picture 
of her captor with a different color wigged assistant. Ooh. So it's the assistant, but just wearing a different wig. Yeah. So she's starting to piece things together. Lifetime in the wigs. But then yes, he grabs her and knocks her out. Oh, shit. I know wigs don't murder anyone, but can they please be part of our thing? Because Lifetime loves their wigs. Ooh, but can they? We, ha- I mean, I'm sure in some situation, maybe. What if one caught on fire because it was bad and you couldn't get it out in time? Yes, it was glued on too tight or something. <laughs> yes, oh, wigs, wigs. Wigs. <laughs> oh, we can make a Lifetime <laughs> killer wig. Perfect. All right, um, so our captor, we now have gotten a glance of his face. He's a teenager, like a young adult. Okay. Um, so he gets a phone call from his mom, the assistant. Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but it wasn't the ex-boyfriend. But there. No, it's not the. Yeah. Wait. Not the one to stay away from that she ran to that was in the closet. I don't remember. Okay, we're going to find okay. out. Okay, so it might be him, but it's her um, incestuous. Son, yes. Yes. Okay. So he's, you know, screws are a little loose up yeah. there. <laughs> so uh, she's telling him how um, you're not doing it right. You need to do it the way I told you to. You need to stick to the script. Damn. And she says, "That's it. I'm taking over. I'm going to do all the writing now." Okay. Okay. So Agatha and Hot Detective are now at a diner together. They're catching back up. The sparks are flying each other back up. Do I want to fuck you again? Yeah, she's like, I'm so, there's a hole in my heart, and it only can be filled by your semen. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's, I think that's going to happen. Yeah. So they're at a diner, they're coming up with plans, and on the TV, there's live news uh, playing video of exposing her daughter in a warehouse. Oh, shit. So they made it to the media. No, it's live news. It's, well, okay, in my notes I wrote live news, so I'm pretty sure that it shows, like, he took over and sent it into the media. Yeah, he sent okay. it to the media. So, um, on the news story, they're showing uh, live footage of this kidnapped girl, and then they play the story about how, and this girl's mother's assistant is found dead. He was the one who was watching the porn, uh, how her father had fallen down the stairs. Like, they're making a big thing about okay, it. Okay, so they're building the story around the story of the story. But nobody knows where she's at. All right. And then you see the typing start on her screen again. Uh-oh. And remember, now it's the crazy assistant. Yes. All right. So the crazy assistant shows up at the daughter's ex-boyfriend's house, the one who was tied up. Yes. Um, and they talk about how she's his cougar. Oh. So, okay, that's not her son. Okay, so, oh, it was sexy vibes they were throwing at each okay, other. Okay, yeah. So she's like, oh, I'm your cougar. She straddles him, and she's sitting there she's you know undressing him she's trying to be seductive he's ready to get his dick wet okay right and then she stabs him in the head with the machete Aww. that she had hidden in her jacket you know it, it was warm it was a warm <laughs> jacket it was dead husband's yeah. jacket yeah so it was a little bigger it was perfect for machete hiding <laughs> <laughs> which reminds so we've got arrows stairs uh, machetes I think we didn't have arrows on our new list. We've got a lot going on here. Yeah. All right. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of killing. Yeah. All right. So Agatha and Hot Detective are still at the diner. They're looking up the video footage of the book signing. Can I just see that they seem like slackers compared to this assistant? She's assisting. She's kidnapping. She has all these... All she's writing a book? Yeah, she has all these balls in the, in the <laughs> air. <laughs> like, literally, she's just juggling, juggling. And um, she's making shit happen. Yeah. I mean, say what you will about a crazy-ass bitch that got raped at 13, but Tip she's making it happen. 
<laughs> so, okay, Agatha and Hot Detective, they're still at the diner. They're looking up video footage of a book signing that the creepy fake professor said that he met her at. Yeah. So he had mentioned, oh, I met you at such and such, insert random town, book signing. And so now she's going to pull up the video, the video footage of that to try and see him. Okay. Because she's going to remember what he looks like. Um, so she pulls up that video footage. Uh, the assistant and her son, who is the guy who kidnapped the, the daughter, daughter, walk right in front of the camera, oh. where he, of course, calls her mom, just to remind us viewers that, that. about 20 times. <laughs> you know, sometimes we need that many reminders, though, especially if you're fucked up and on pills. And so, they, yeah, they just happen to walk in front of the one camera that's taping the whole thing, and they have this whole incriminating discussion where he calls her mom a bunch of times. Love it. And where the assistant, in a different wig, but it's obviously her, <laughs> is saying, well, my book is better. Talking oh, shit about Agatha. Damn. So then Agatha's phone rings, and her agent is asking if it would be a conflict of interest to represent her assistant <laughs> and publish her book because the assistant is contacting and trying to get her book published. Yeah, she's been running the psychic. Another thing she's yep. doing. Look at her. You're right. Seriously, she's fucking making shit happen. Wish I had that drive. <laughs> <laughs> so the detective finally, make, finally makes the connection uh, between <laughs> the asshole accountant being killed with the arrow at this point because he sees her. And he's like, oh, that was the chick who was doing target practice trying to kill the bird in your backyard. Oh, arrow, death. She must be. He finally, like, connects those dots. So maybe he's, like, a little like the dot dog. He has a hot dog for that (laughs) author. Yeah, he does. Uh, Hot hot cop, hot dog cop. (laughs) It was a hot dog. Hot cop meets his female counterpart. So, female detective comes on now. Okay. She tries to say Agatha is behind everything. Oh, damn. She's hating. Throwing some shade. Just like. she wants that dick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like her husband dying and the accountant, who, remember, owed her money. Mm. So, she's trying to, like many Lifetime movies do, where the cops spin it on the innocent party until yep. at the end they're proven wrong. Yeah. So, she's like, well, your ex-husband, who you got in a bad divorce with, ended up dead. Your accountant who owed you a shit ton of money, he's now dead. How do we know that you're the victim in all this? Exactly. And you know what? And this might be why our lifetime people never call the cops and get them involved. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Okay. uh, So, blah, blah, blah. They're at the crime scene of the daughter's ex-boyfriend. Remember, he just got macheted in the head. Yes. So, he's dead in his bed, and... She left an arrow in him. Okay. It's like her trademark. All right. So she's becoming a serial killer uh-huh. with a trademark. Yeah. Like she, I think she had her cool down period. Another thing she's yes. doing. Look at her. Man, I feel Man. so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So then Agatha gets a text message from an unknown phone number with an address. So, of course, she doesn't call the cops. She just rushes right to the address. But like you said. Yeah, they think she's the person, like, causing all this. So she has to solve this on her own. She's by herself now. She does send a text to her uh, hot cop friend. Okay. But she doesn't actually call the cops. All right. Okay. Um, And so he rushes to come save the day. So we're now at the warehouse. So the address that was texted to her randomly was the address of the warehouse where her daughter is. Okay. So now we're the crazy assistant. Yes. So, and her son. Okay. So we're at the warehouse. The crazy assistant steps out from behind Agatha, and she starts bitching about her childhood, saying Agatha let her ex-husband abuse her daughter like she was abused, and so she killed him for her. 
So apparently we learned that her asshole ex-husband was, like, inappropriate with her daughter. Damn. But she's saying, you let him do that, and so I took care of him for you. Like, admitting that the stair accident was on her. So she's talking mad shit, talking shit, talking shit. Uh, Agatha asks, where's my daughter? The assistant says, oh, she belongs to my son now. He's in love with her. Oh, shit. So Agatha makes a move. They struggle for a few seconds. That scene, that scene, you know. (laughs) Yeah. A hot cop comes in to save the day. He calls for backup. Agatha runs to find her daughter. The assistant pretends to surrender. Okay. Uh, You hear the female detective arrive. Um, Bow and arrow, bow and arrow. (laughs) So she rips off her shirt, pretends the hot detective is molesting her. What? Okay, so the hot detective. This assistant is crazy. Oh, yes. Well, she's smart. Yeah. So, okay, hot detective walked in on her talking shit and admitting to murder. So he he sees them struggling together. Yeah. So he, he grabs her. He's got her restrained. Yeah. She hears the female detective coming. So she rips off her shirt and she pretends that she's being molested by the hot detective. Oh, shit. Yes. And we know that like a the female detective is, like, hating on everyone. Yeah. Victim blaming. All right. So assistant had already contacted uh, the female cop to blame him for everything, and she believes it. So oh. she goes to arrest him. <gasps> so the, twist. the fake professor comes onto the scene now. He comes running in. Apparently, he's, like, the mentally ill brother of the assistant. What? <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> it's so random. So, and so, um, apparently, she, <laughs> so our crazy bench assistant had abused her mentally challenged younger brother, and so he runs onto the scene and immediately just sells her out and tells everything. Okay. All right. This is the time I need to pause and <laughs> gather my thoughts. All right. So, crazy ass assistant who was molested at 13 <laughs> by her father and got impregnated and has her son that who she controls. The... Yeah. And he's a weird situation. And the mom's dad, dad's in jail, I'm assuming. Now we find out she had a younger brother that but she, she molested. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Now, did she molest her son? Probably. Okay. All right. I mean, oh. you got to keep that cycle going. I guess so. So, all right. So now, and he's mentally challenged, meaning his IQ is pretty low. But he was, he, he, I don't know if he had like a, it doesn't really say like either he had a mental breakdown okay. and he was in some sort of institution for that, or he's got other disabilities. Okay. It doesn't really go into uh, it. But we just know he's not right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Nobody in that family is <laughs> right. How can they be? <laughs> Holy shit. I love these stories. <laughs> so Agatha finds her daughter. She talks down the assistant's love struck son. Remember he's in love with her. Yeah. So she talks him down. He's demanding that the novel be finished she says okay um if you let my daughter go i will let you help me finish writing the ending because you know that's a fair trade yeah i think so (laughs) give me my daughter you can help me finish a book so the the crazy assistant bitch ends up in a psychiatric ward and she's just sitting there remember the whole time she wanted to take over the novel she wanted credit she would try to write the books she was on tape at the book signing my book was better yeah she was was trying to get her book she was bitter this whole time so we see her just super crazy all medicated in her little hospital gown (laughs) just writing shitty shitty novels pretending that she's agatha oh so she thinks that agatha's dead and in her mind she is agatha she's taking over the role and she's pretending and she's at the book signing yes, and yes. doing all this when stuff. When the nurses come in to check on her, like, she'll pretend. Oh, I'll yes. sign this for you. And oh, I'm so glad you're a fan. They kind of play into it a little bit. Okay. Well, sometimes I think 
think it's better to play with Frey oh, yeah. than to like say, no, you're crazy. So then we flash to a happy family. Agatha is back with her daughter. Hot cop. And all three of them as a happy family Aww. are talking about all the crazy shit that just happened. <laughs> and this is how we end the movie with this one-liner. Well, at least it wasn't a killer ending. Naming the movie title. Uh. <laughs> they said the name! They said the name! The end. I freaking love that movie. I love Lifetime. I love Lifetime. <laughs> wow, that was good. That was good. Yeah, that was really good. I, I didn't even watch it. <laughs> there were so many twists and that, turns. Yeah. I haven't so seen one like that in a while. So many murder weapons. Yes. We've got a lot. Stairs, uh, arrows, machetes. Yeah. We're good. And um, never felt so lazy. <laughs> Holy shit, that chick was on top of it. And never felt that my own family dynamics were as normal as they are. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Holy shit. in perspective. It does. All right. Well, I think I'm going to just do a quick recap. We're at 50 minutes. After I edit it, we'll probably get down to 45. Sounds good. So I'll do a quick recap. I did uh, Sleeping in Suburbia. Which you have seen before. This is a good a one. A long time ago. Yeah. So this one, um, and of course, I watched it in sections, as I explained before. And we wake up with our main character, who is this beautiful blonde. Nice uh, boobs, too. All, all yes. I remember is her nice boobs. Because she wasn't as fit as some Lifetime actresses no. are. But she she looked normal. She looked yes. like an everyday yes. gorgeous lady. Yes. So, yeah, I like that about her. Um, so her, of course, her makeup's not overdone while she's sleeping either, which I appreciate. It's of course she's wearing makeup. She looks great. Her hair is flawless, but she, it just looks natural. And then she's sleeping next to her, her nice little husband and her eyes wake up and we see her walk out of the house. She's in this beautiful suburban. Of course. Oh, all the middle-aged woman porn of the garages the came out in the landscaping. Oh my gosh. Just gorgeous. Of her house, she opens the door, she walks down the street, like, across the street, sleepwalking, like, her eyes are wide open, but you can tell something ain't right with the girl, like, she's just not totally with it. Don't do Ambien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or try it and see if you can sleepwalk and then don't. And then, um, you know, if, ask your doctor. Um, so she walks like across the street and down a few houses and we see a guy sitting there with, you can tell he's drinking some bourbon or whiskey sitting on his front porch. But does the bottle say whiskey? No, you just (laughs) see the highball glass. Gotcha. Yeah. And he's brooding a little and he's a handsome guy and he's like, I want to say Michelle is her name. Michelle, what are you you doing? And so she just like walks into his house. So he kind of follows behind her. He's like, what's going on? She goes for it. She just starts making out with him. Yeah. That bitch, she's looking for them pants. She takes up. Is he for it? Oh, yeah. Does he have a wife in the house? You know, you don't know, but you assumed so after the fact. Like, after you learn. Because this is the opening scene. They just get right into it. So, yeah. So, she goes in. She goes straight for that dick. They fuck on the kitchen counter. Oh, so, okay. They they actually fuck. Oh, yeah. Hold on. She, her husband wakes up, and he's like, Michelle, Michelle, it's like, oh my gosh, so he he's looking around the house, he runs, he's running down the street, Michelle, and then we see... I love what, how you make his voice, <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, then I think she comes back to the house, and he sees her walking down the street, something like that, and she's like, what, what's going on? 
And he's like, you were sleepwalking again. And he's like, where were she's you? She's got like a semen trail behind her. Uh, yeah, right. You know, so she walks in and she's like, I don't know where I was. So she's back in the house and he's like, do you know what happened? She's like, I don't know. So we wake up the next day. Uh, let's say we meet the neighbors next. Sure. The neighbors are having a party. The neighbor that she fucked? No. Okay. But another neighbor, because like this whole cul-de-sac crew well, Of course, they're each all other. a big community. Yes. We find out she's uh, the rapist. She's a therapist. And, <laughs> and her and her husband are... Michelle's a therapist? No. Um, we know she's a rapist. The neighbor. <laughs> yes, okay. she is a rapist. And the neighbor... So we're at the neighbor's house that is a therapist. And her husband does something. They have some weird fighting under the lines. Like, maybe they're not getting along. But it's not important to the story. So I'm just going to leave it there. And then we meet the other couple, which happens to be the guy she fucked. Oh, and, and his, his wife. wife. Oh, shit. Okay. So they're all six of them are good friends. So they're hanging out. They're talking about her sleepwalking. And so they're like, oh, you know, that's kind of common. Usually it's from stressors. What are you going to do about it? I guess she's had this problem before. But she's a little worried because she left the house. Oh, she burned something. That's why her husband woke up. She uh, set something on the stove and, like, tried to cook Oh, when something. she got back from fucking the dude? No, before she, she fucked the dude. She worked up an appetite. Yeah, so before she fucked the dude, that's what she did. And that's what woke up her husband to her sleepwalking. Because the fire alarm was going off in the house. Okay. So, they talk about that. Anyway, so we cut to another scene where the neighbor that she fucked catches Michelle in the hallway in the bathroom. and At her house? At the, na- at the, at the party. party. And so he's like, hey, that was so hot. I can't stop thinking about it. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, come on, you're being silly. Like, she's like playing. Like, she's like, what she are you talking no about? Idea. Like, she has no idea. Like, legitimately has no idea. idea. Absolutely none. And he doesn't know that she doesn't know. He, and then you're thinking that. You're, so you are thinking that. But he does know everything that the other neighbors do. Like, she sleepwalks. Okay. Like, they've talked about this at the party. He wasn't in the room when they were directly talking about it, but I'm sure that he, he knows this. So, she's like, what are you talking about? And he's kind of being um, playful with her. Anyways, her she goes back to her husband. Can we leave now? They go. She wakes up again in the middle of the night. Now, she's also wearing sexy lingerie every uh, time. Of course. Like, That's what these women wear to bed yeah. in every scene. But it's like these cute flip things. Like, okay, if you're sleepwalking, I'm sorry, I'm going to put on some sweats. You know? Like, <laughs> okay, in Lifetime, even single women go to bed in the sexiest lingerie. That's just what they wear in bed. No, they make me feel so inadequate right? sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... She wakes up again. She walks down the street. She, oh, she had locked the doors in the house. She gets. She still gets out by a window or something. Like, her body just naturally is trying, finding a way out. Finding some dick. Basically. <laughs> yeah, so she goes to now the rapist's house and her husband's house. So she gets in their house through the back door, goes upstairs, goes into their bed. The husband and the therapist are laying next to each other. She gets in front. She cuddles up with the therapist, her girlfriend. And then starts making out with her. And then the husband thinks, and the wife thinks and they're all... And the husband's all, like, hey! Yeah, they both think they're both kind of like nudging in the middle of the night. You know, uh-huh. that you do that little nudge, yeah. nudge, see, hey, is this going to happen? Kind of deal. So they're both kind of playing that. And like, so they're both kind of into it at this stage. And then the wife wakes up, like opens her eyes. And she's like, Michelle! <laughs> <laughs> so then they call Michelle's husband over and after um, they fuck her right well, well after the threesome shiver they're hoping like oh, yeah. let's go five time let's make this happen yeah. no one here's unattractive let's let's have one so and you're like the first sex scene was pretty hot so yeah um 
<laughs> so the husband comes over and Michelle's super embarrassed. And then the husband of the therapist is making jokes like I've never had two women in my bed before. Uh, he would have totally went oh, to the yeah. And the wife is like hitting him. You know, they're all kind of like playing it off. Like, we get it. It's not a big deal. And Michelle's just super embarrassed. Her husband, I'm a doctor. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. You know, and the husband, he is not totally, like he's being patient with his wife. Like he's being patient with his wife. He's not like being understanding. He's not angry. But you could tell it's not okay. It's not okay. And he's not like understanding this isn't her fault. Okay. Kind of deal. So you don't, you definitely start getting that vibe. And Michelle, she's just super embarrassed. She wants to go uh, back home. So they go back home the next day. They go to the doctor. Question Does she ever actually fuck her, her own husband in this movie? Okay. So we find <laughs> okay. out the next scene. Um, and they kind of think that they have alluded to like them trying to have sex or something. Maybe that night they do after the doctors. And so they are trying to have a kid. They've been trying to have a kid for months. And so... That's why she's all hot and bothered trying to exactly. fuck everyone. Okay. So they call it... Um, let's not look this up. Anything with, like, sex sleepwalking. It has a special name. So when Let's you, just call it sex sleepwalking. Yes, sex sleepwalking. <laughs> so the doctor says this is what she's really suffering from. Or maybe she meets one doctor and she before and they couldn't see her. So then she meets another doctor... I forget. It's been a while. <laughs> so, anyway, she's seen the sleep doctor. She saw one and then she saw another, but she can't go in for the sleep study because they're full. So they're telling her things to do. So try meditation. Try this. You're probably having stressors in your life. You need to get massages. Relax. What does she do? She is a marketing. So a legitimately stressful job. Yes. She's but she's saying that's not stressful. What's stressing her out is them trying to have a kid. Gotcha. Yeah, her and her husband both have very high demanding jobs. We kind of don't find out about their jobs till a little bit later. But they ask her about her work, and she says, "Oh, it's regular. That's normal." Um, but the the fact of trying to have a child, not being able to have a child, she had a miscarriage a year before. Of so course, this is what's stressing her out, and they really want children. So she goes back home that night, and then her husband's like, "Oh, they said you need a massage, but it's not like a massage for her." It's a massage, like, trying to get her in the mood. Of course. You know, there's those two different massages. Like, when there's a massage just to, like, make you feel good, and then I'm there's that. I'm sorry, but even even a massage for you always ends up anyway. Yes. So, but right away, the husband's <laughs> okay. trying to make it the sexy gotcha. massage. He's not even giving her, like, the what oh, she 15 needs. minutes yeah, of relaxation. Again, he's just trying to get in there. But that's kind of what's stressing her out is, like, yeah. keep trying and nothing's happening. We see that the husband works with the guy she fucked. Their best friend. They're oh, both architects shit. building a building. And now the one she fucked is giving her some shade. Like he keeps like saying, What's going on, Michelle? He like calls her. She's freaking out. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like looking alone. booty call. Yeah. Hey he's, girl, you up? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, just a quickie. <laughs> yes. We said the name. Yes. <laughs> out the best friend the guy she fucked him and his wife are having mad trouble after the party when they go home the wife tries to get on his dick and he pushes her away she's like i just need you i, want I need you. some dick yeah really really not even kidding like basically that's what she says and he's like not right now yeah 
and she's not unattractive. She's just trying to get that dick, and she's drinking too much. She's on medication. We Again, with the whole stuff. too much. Yeah, it's <laughs> lifetime. They don't know what too much is. <laughs> <laughs> and so he has anger issues, though. We see him throw something, and then he also sees Michelle sleepwalk to the therapist's house that night. She oh, that's okay, yeah. And he's like, Michelle, are you coming over? And then so he's like saying, I thought you were going to come over the other night. So he literally sees her sleepwalk. She's walking towards his house because he's on the front porch mm-hmm. again. And then she turns and walks the other way. And he's he, jealous. He's super jealous. But he sees her not responding. So I think she goes to her husband's work. And she's seeing his new building. And then he gets called away for something. And he asks his best friend, guy she fucked, if he can finish showing her around. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, right. yeah, he can. Yeah, he's like, no problem. She's like, no, no, it's okay. I'll just go. He's like, no, just go. And so she's trying not to be weird. She's not fucking politeness and saying, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. She goes along with it. So he's like, I really thought you were going to come over the other night. Why didn't you come over? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, oh, I don't buy that sleepwalking stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's like, uh, and then we learned that he tried to get with her before she met her husband. Okay. So he's had a crush on her this whole time. Like, he's in love with her. And I guess, like, it's well-known, but, like, not really. Like, to him and his wife, it's known. But to everyone else, no one really knew. I don't know what the deal is. Then he pins her up against the wall, and he's like, you just need to be with me again and to know what it feels like. Damn. And And this is at the house that they're building. This is at the building they're building. Yeah. So, like, in downtown Seattle. And he's like, "Mm." and it's kind of hot. And he's like, "Mm." and she's like, get off Now, is he in, like, a sexy, like, construction worker, like, hard hat, tool belt? He's an architect. Okay. So he is wearing a suit. So, I mean, he look, he looks better than the husband. I ain't going to lie. Okay. He does. And so, anyway, she's like, get off of me. No, I don't want this. Mm, mm. And he's, like, mm, pushing. Mm, mm, <laughs> yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> and then, so she knees him in the crotch, and she runs. And then she goes to her office. She's upset. She gets. Does she get pregnant, and it's his kid? Oh, shit. So we're at the rapist building now. She asked her friend <laughs> if she could come see her. She's like, yeah, come. Or can I get a cup of coffee? So they go to her house, I think, this time. And have a off-the-book session. Yes. Okay. So she's, like, telling her. I, she's saying everything that she knows right now of what uh, Nick I want to sure, say. Sure. Now it is. is. Now it's Nick. So she's like, Nick, call they me. They need to be wearing name tags. You know, that's the thing I need lifetime. I can't remember lifetime. Have them wear name tags at yeah. all times. Or like lanyards or on their <laughs> desk it says their name over and over again. Or people say their name way more often. <laughs> She's saying everything that's going on. She's like, well, Michelle, are you sure this is really what's happening? Did you imagine this stuff? Or, you know, because you're sleepwalking. Maybe some of the stuff's getting confused. She's like, acting like yourself. She's like, well, maybe you're pregnant. Oh, so Michelle goes home, takes a pregnancy test. She's pregnant! Yay! Yay! Oh, no. So she tells the husband. Her and the husband are excited. The husband, the next day at work, tells Nick. Oh, shit. Nick uh, shows up at Michelle's office in the parking garage. Does Jerry Springer show up and say, who's the daddy? He says, or not the Maury. daddy. I don't know. I think, I think they it's both, Maury. Yeah. I think they both did it at one point. You are not the yeah, father. Yeah, Maury's the one that's the more known for it. But I think they used to do that, Jerry. And they used to have the not the father dance. Yes. <laughs> Gosh, that would have been perfect. That would have been like all the guys lined up in the neighborhood. <laughs> yes. Who has she slept and fucked? <laughs> 
<laughs> so he shows up in her parking garage by her car and says, I need to talk to you. And she's like, no. He's like, you know that baby's mine. We can make this work. Oh, and she's yeah. like, what are you talking about? He's like, uh, your husband told me it's my baby. You know it is. You guys have been trying for months and you haven't been pregnant. And he, so he's, he's like, all up in their business. He's all up in their business. He's like throwing, throwing, throwing. And she's like, what are you talking about? So she goes out of there and she tells her husband. I don't know. Or she goes straight to the therapist building and they talk again and I don't know what happens. Anyways, eventually it's night. <laughs> Life happens. Uh, Life happens. She's somewhere. She's gets shot at on the side of the road. A pickup truck pulls out and she starts getting shot out. She's running through the woods. Um, How did that happen? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I was sleepwalking. <laughs> I forgot. You're sleepwatching. Uh, I was sleepwatching and I forgot half the movie. And so. She ends up going into a convenience store. She tells the convenience person, lock the door, call the cops. The cops come. She's like, I was just getting shot at in the woods. This guy's stalking me. No big like, deal. I was just getting shot yeah, at. Yeah, she's like freaking out. Her husband comes. I think they had already gone to the cops about Nick stalking her, and she already had already told her husband. But the husband didn't believe her, and he told Nick, my wife thinks you're stalking her. I know she's crazy. Oh, shit. Yeah, like this kind of stuff. And then the shooting happens. And then so she calls the cops. And now her husband's like, I'm sorry I didn't believe you. What was going on? This is crazy. And they're trying to press charges. And it looks like it could have been Nick's pickup truck. I've watched this movie in so many sessions. So <laughs> I'm like, and then the cops like, well, were you sleepwalking when this shooting happened? So the cops don't believe her. Of course. They think. Typical lifetime Right. They think that uh, she's just sleepwalking. She imagined everything. Um, Nick's wife is missing. She wakes up in Nick's house, and then she walks home, and there's blood on her feet. Oh, she in the crime scene. Yes. So she in a epidemic all over the place. They go, and they're talking about Nick's wife, and she's like, but what about the blood on my feet? I was slept walked into their house and then the cops talking to the therapist because she's there too he's like like when she walked into your house and then like cops like okay you're a crazy bitch yeah you walk into everyone's house like you don't even know what's why happening. don't these people lock their doors they do and she still finds ways in. she's going in what the yeah she's like going through back doors like if one door doesn't work they need three going... dogs to bark they do no one has dogs <laughs> that's a problem no one has dogs but she's going in through windows she's leaving her house in weird ways like, she leaves through her garage one night. She must be, like, an athletic gymnast or something. It's just, like, simple walking. It's, like, something doesn't work. Her body goes and tries something <laughs> else. And it's really weird. Um, I think the night that she wakes up in Nick's house, she gets threatened with a gun. So this happens before the shooting. I'm all over the place with this movie because I really I like remember. it. Flashing <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, it's kind of like how it these is, movies exactly. happen. Then, so now... The cops told her to go home and rest. Her her husband like says something about handcuffing her to the bed. I wasn't really paying attention, so you just see the handcuffs and she's handcuffed to the bed. And then, <laughs> and then right, yeah, but they don't do anything, so she just sleeps. Yeah. Then our that next scene, fun, right? You know, maybe she just went into the dark side. She would have not been sleepwalking in the first place. Her kinks would have been released. Yes. I'm going to blame That's her for it. pressing her kink. Why didn't her therapist figure that out? Because it's really just her friend. and <laughs> Her friend. Uh, yeah. You know, they're just having girls up. So, <laughs> um, the next scene, we wake up. Michelle's in Nick's house. Blood everywhere. Wait, so she went to bed handcuffed and she wakes up in Nick's house. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a knife in Nick. 
a knife in Nick. He's dead. Ooh. She wakes up. There's blood everywhere. She starts freaking out. She walks out. Nick's out. Shuts his door. Walks to her house. <laughs> get her. She tells. At she, least she's considerate. Yes, yeah, she is. She's banging on her door. Her husband answers. The next scene, her and her husband are walking out with the cops, and they're like in casual wear. She goes and she's like saying she must have killed Nick. She doesn't know what happened. She can't remember. Held overnight. Then the husband comes with an attorney. They get her out on bond because the attorney knew the judge. Of course he did. Yeah. They live in a very prestigious Everyone's got connections. Everyone's got connections. Oh, maybe that was the therapist's husband. Maybe. Yes, he was the lawyer. Okay. Okay. So he's a lawyer. So everyone here has good yeah. jobs. So now she's at home. Her husband's at work. Does she have an ankle bracelet? Not that I'm aware of. She should, though. They should have put one on her. Why don't they get one anyway? I know. Just to keep track of her crazy ass. Then she takes a nap or something, and we see a flash of her getting fucked by Nick on the kitchen counter the first scene. And then we see a flash of something else, and she wakes up, and she's like, I didn't kill Nick. (laughs) Of course. Yes. Everything all comes to her at once. All at once. She's like, if I could just get in the house then I can prove that it didn't kill her. seems to be like her expertise getting into houses. Right. She's really good at this. I think she's a burglar on the side. (laughs) On the side with her candle making and her photography. Yeah. I mean, a girl needs hobbies. She gets bored. Even though she has a high-profile job, she needs something on her downtime. Don't you know lifetime women have, like, 34 hours in their day? (laughs) They don't have a normal 24. I know. They squeeze a soul cycle somewhere. (laughs) So... Um, she tells her husband she's going over there, and he's like, don't do that, that's a bad idea. So she does it anyways. Of course. And, um, she's in there, she's rummaging around. We start hearing a background story of Nick's wife, and she might have been the one that shot Michelle. She took off, they found her in the, with the truck. Is she still missing? Yeah, well, no, they, they had contacted her, she was okay, she was safe, and it made the women look crazier. Okay. So then we see the husband on the phone. I was in the kitchen. I don't know what he said, but it looked like scandalous. Gotcha. So you're like, oh, maybe he is on it. I got that impression right away just from his face on the phone. And then it's the wife of Nick in the house while Michelle's rummaging around. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you're okay. We were so worried about you. Why didn't you tell us we were leaving? And she's like, you could just see the anger on Nick's wife's face. Yeah, she's like, she's like. I know you were sleeping with my husband because her and Nick knew about his obsession with Michelle, but no one else really did. And he, she's like, um, I don't know what she says. Some shit. She grabs a knife, <laughs> you know? Oh, see this one, they stick the knife. Yeah. So the kitchen knife and Michelle's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm just going to make some toast. <laughs> <laughs> As this woman's glaring at her, like, with murder face. She's like, <laughs> murder face. Murder face. And she's like, what's going on? And then so she starts uh, slicing and at stabbing. her. Yeah. And uh, so Michelle's trying to get past her. She's like, come on, what are you doing? Let's just talk. Let's be friends. Yeah, she's like, I didn't kill her. Nick's dead. Someone killed Nick. You know, all this stuff. So she runs. She goes down into the unfinished basement. She finds the door, locks behind it, calls the cop. The cop now believes that she's in Nick's basement? Yes. Okay. And the cop now believes her completely because something about the wife, they think the wife's the murderer. So are they thinking right? <laughs> well, we're I mean not she was slashing around with that yeah, knife again. And she's pissed. So um the wife's on the other side of the door, she called the cops, the cops ten minutes away. 
Something happens. I think the husband comes. I don't know. I wasn't really life, paying life, attention. Life, 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 life. <laughs> then it's like the husband and the wife are upstairs. The uh, or the husband and Michelle are upstairs, and the wife of Nick is gone for some reason. I don't know if she's dead or she's just sitting somewhere. She's not important. <laughs> she's not important. So now we're to Michelle and her husband. Uh, they're talking. She's like, oh, yeah, Michelle came at me with a knife. She's t- she's recapping. So she's shot at. She's stabbed at. Yes. And she starts noticing her husband's wearing gloves. She's like, why are you wearing gloves? And he starts it's going into her. a rant. Well, he leaves his business, and he grabs his gloves, and they make sure you see him grab his gloves. And you're thinking, okay, shady. But it is Seattle. It is cold. Everyone's wearing their winter clothes, so maybe. Anyway, so she's like, why are you wearing gloves inside? And he starts going on a rant. And he's like, that was my best friend. And she's like, but I was sleepwalking. Oh, she had told him what okay. had happened, so he knew. And he's like, but he had known before this. He's like, I smelt him all over you. Yeah. He's like, it's like that night up, I smelt his aftershave all over yeah. you. Yeah. So he's pissed. He's like, and that's his child. And she's like, we don't know that. And He's just, like, ranting, ranting, ranting. And he's like, and I try to make it so easy. I killed him. I try oh, to make it shit. seem like your fault. And then I was going to kill you in the woods. Shit. And make it seem like it was her fault. So it's been the hubby the whole time. He's like, and now I'm going to kill you. I'm planting all this stuff. He's like, you ruined our lives. So his, her sleepwalking doesn't count. No one just gets divorced anymore today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, you've got a friend who's a lawyer. Just, just do it. You don't have to resort to murder. <laughs> Two or things have never been spoken on this podcast. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So she stabs her husband in the gut the same way Nick was killed, the exact same way the cop Aww. shows up. And so now her baby has no daddy. Yeah. Oh, maybe she'll go on Jerry and find love. Maybe she'll have another abortion or another miscarriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, kegel clap. Sorry. Kegel oh, clap. Yeah. Kegel clap. <laughs> All right, but all right, that was a good yeah, thing. That recap. Was, okay, a lot of knives in that one. A lot of knives. Everyone's getting knifed or slashed at. Could have walking. Could have you know changed up the murder weapon a few times, but pretty that was good. Yeah, one um, worth checking out. Oh, I've watched it before, yeah. but it's been a while. But damn, yeah. I forgot what happened. I never would have thought the husband. Yeah, it was a good twist. Only told he's on the phone. Did I even suspect him? Because he was pretty good at faking. So, okay, between the two movies that we've talked about today, we've got two very different lifetime types of plots. The one where right away you automatically know everyone who's involved. Yeah. And the one who it just keeps twisting and turning and you never know until the end. Yeah, I like that lifetime tricks us a lot more than they used to. Yes. Because remember how predictable when we first started watching these movies together? Oh, my gosh. And, okay, what was it? A few weeks ago... um, my champagne friends and I were watching this old, like, 80s, 80s night, uh, Lifetime movie. Oh, my gosh. Such a difference. It Leaps and bounds. You sent me a snap of it, and it was uh, Susan Lucci. Like, type The one. shoulder pads. Yes, the, the 80s. Comb. Oh, my gosh. All the hair. Classics of the mom finding the daughter, or the mom's always saving the day in those Always. Ones. Or it's the husband's always the murderer. You know, it's just something so predictable. But I liked how they, they started making this switch. They down into so many different jock, like subgenres of Lifetime. They really have. And I was noticing this the other day, like the difference between true crime, thriller. Now they have like a horror genre. All right. Well, that was a not so quickie.
Yeah, well, I mean, for both of us talking. Actually, yes, we were on point. <laughs> well, it's been a good quickie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for chilling. Cheers. <laughs>